Welcome to the Taz Show Podcast. It is Tuesday, May the 1st, 2018, first day of May. What are the uh, the hot stories in the city of London today, Dev? Today is a great day if you want to run for city council to start knocking on some doors because the weather's there. And the big story today is the fact that uh, people can start to register to run in the election this fall. It's not until October but you've got the summer period to deal with. You've got a provincial election that's also going to be happening. for So for any municipal candidate, they're going to want to get their name out early and fast to make sure that they can get in front of all the voters they possibly can. You don't have to. If you want to run for mayor, you don't have to register today. How long do you have to get in there? You have until uh, late July. July 27th is the last day you can register or drop out for city city council. So say you decide to run for council and in August say, this is not for me, you Too can late. stop campaigning. You're going to be on the ballot whether you like you, it or not. You might win, sucker. <laughs> <laughs> default, default. Mayoral candidates, who do we know? Who went into uh, City Hall and registered today? Already today we've had uh, Councillor Tanya Park, we've had uh, businessman uh, Paul Palato and Paul Chang, both uh, uh, all three uh, registered to run. So Paul Chang is back in our lives for another uh, municipal campaign. Love it. The Dragon. We've had some fun with him on the air, haven't we, Jim? I love that guy. He. I don't know if he'd make a great mayor, but he makes a great radio guest. <laughs> <laughs> he shoots from the hip, that's for sure. He does. So Stephen Orser has also said he intends to run for mayor, but has not yet signed up for mm. mayor. And we know Matt Brown announced that he will not be running, although I've seen a lot of WWE where you don't think the wrestler's going to show up for a match, and then all of a sudden the music <laughs> kicks in at the last second. Oh my God, it's Matt Brown! That's Matt Brown's theme song! Where'd he come from? You never know. Um, let's talk about, uh, stick with the city here and talk about the garbage that is lining the streets in the student areas around Western. Now, I know it's it's a no-limit garbage week, but can you not show respect for the men and women who are picking this stuff up and at least put it in bags? Yeah, I'm looking at a house here. I, I'm not exactly sure where in the city it is, but there's literally a stretch of 30 feet where there's tipped-over garbage cans. I mean, there's a couple of garbage bags, but most of the litter is just strewn about. You should have... So you have respect for the people who are doing that job, but just for the city and your neighbors in, in general. How much does your landlord hate it? You're a student, you left town, you, you left him with this mess. He's got to be responsible to clean that up. Yeah, and how glad are your parents that you'd no longer live with them? <laughs> <laughs> it is a mess. You go around the city, you see a lot of those scenes, and it's, it's disgusting. I remember being a student. And you've got other priorities in your life. You're working hard. You're studying. You want to get your party time in there. But all it takes is buy a garbage bag and yeah, and, and toss your trash in there. You're, you're still a human. You're still a member of the community. Is there anything easier than putting trash in a bag? I can, I can just imagine... 19-year-old Taz listening to this show and hearing me say this now. He's like, who's the old man? <laughs> That'll never be me. <laughs> if it's too messy, you're too old, loser. Uh, let's talk about, this is a sad story. Uh, we've been following this one for a couple weeks. Uh, world-class, renowned DJ Avicii. We knew that he passed away back on April the 20th at the age of 28. We weren't really sure 100% the cause of death. We now know it was a suicide. 
he cut himself with a broken wine bottle and bled to death, which is a terrible way to go. And you just think, when that's the best option, how, how tortured he must have been mentally. It's, it's just a tragedy. Your thoughts go out uh, to his friends and family, and you wonder, you know, just could there have been something where he could have just talked to someone and, and done something different and not not have to end like this because his impact has been huge just seeing people react to his passing I didn't realize how many Avicii songs I I knew there some of the biggest hit songs of the past few years I've heard a million times didn't know that he was the guy behind them and we do know that he had problems with alcohol he'd had his spleen his gallbladder removed because of uh, his excessive alcohol abuse he had acute pancreatitis as well you wonder the way that he decided to take his life using a broken wine bottle if it had something to do with his struggles with alcohol and he finally just decided he had enough of the cycle and he didn't want to suffer anymore it's it's again it's terrible and hopefully that there's people who see this and think maybe there's a different path they can take. They don't have to uh, take their life if they're struggling with something, be it uh, alcohol addiction, be it depression, be it anything. Just reach out and, and talk to someone. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about uh, some new technology that's on the horizon. A strange unsolved mystery from a mall in Calgary. You'll never believe where they found a dead body. It's crazy. And uh, let's talk Tom Brady now. The Tash Show Podcast. I want to see you. Peacock. Time for sports. Peacock is with us. We're talking Tom Brady and his, uh, his feelings. Tom Brady decided to uh, plead the fifth when he was asked a question about whether or not he uh, felt appreciated. It was, it was left unanswered in terms of is he talking specifically about fans, the organization. I get the impression he's talking more about the organization. Yeah, do you feel appreciated by the Patriots? Here's Brady's answer. Do you feel appreciated by them and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved i plead the fifth (laughs) look i man that is a tough question yeah i mean i think everybody in general wants to be appreciated more at work you know in their professional life but there's a lot of people that are appreciate me more than you know way more than i ever thought he was complimentary of Bill Belichick. There's a, even a further part of the quote where he talks about how Belichick, you know, is tough on him, but he thinks it's good for him. He pushes him, but it's ultimately he has his best interests at its core. But still, I mean, you go back a couple months, there was that huge, I don't want to call it a controversy, but it's kind of a soap opera between Belichick, Brady, and Robert Kraft in terms of who ultimately is going to be seen as responsible for the Patriots' success. Now you've got Brady, who would like a new contract. He wants to play until he's 45 years old. He still hasn't signed anything, right? He has not. I mean, he has, I think he's got like an option for a deal, but I mean, that could all be renegotiated. But he would like a new contract. I was surprised to find out, uh, reading this story, that Brady is only the 15th highest paid quarterback in the league. Hmm. For a guy with a handful of Super Bowl rings, you'd think he'd be the, the highest paid. Well, he has to, I mean, he's the greatest of all time, right? I mean, in terms of quarterbacks, he is hmm. the guy. Arguable. <laughs> just, just hating. Be, he also, I've lost so many Patriots uh, Super Bowl bets. I won't admit he's great. <laughs> hey, I'm a Bills fan. I don't want to admit he's great. He though has purposely taken less money to help the Patriots over the years be able to build their team and keep their team together. So on the one hand, yeah, he deserves to be more than the 15th best paid 
quarterback in the NFL. But part of that's him being the ultimate teammate, sacrificing so many so they can keep specific teammates around from time to time. Well, let me ask you this question, Dev. Do you feel appreciated by them, and do they have the appropriate gratitude for what you have achieved? I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Do you feel appreciated? Do you feel like you get what you deserve from everyone around you? Are you a mom whose kids forget about Mother's Day? Are you a quarterback that pleads the fifth when asked if he feels appreciated? Well, you can feel appreciated. Tasco presents the Appreciation Pal app. Sign up today and get matched with your personal appreciation pal and get appreciated. They'll call you at random and tell you things like, I appreciate you. You're worth it. Kick butt today. And if you sign up for a gold membership, they'll make you breakfast and tell you that you deserve to be pampered. They'll even give you a pat on the back. Refer a friend and you receive 10% off your first good job today phone call. The Appreciation Pal app. You'll really appreciate it. The Taz Show Podcast. And we've got an unsolved mystery here, Jim. This story from Global News. Calgary police are investigating after a body was found inside the wall of a Calgary shopping center washroom. Whoa. Despite the circumstances of where the body was located, say police, investigators do not suspect foul play and the death remains classified. Police can confirm that the body located is an adult male. However, the victim's identity and cause of death is still being determined. According to police, a maintenance worker found the body Monday morning, 9.30 a.m., after removing a wall panel in the shopping mall washroom to examine a faulty flushing mechanism. What what a case of the Mondays, holy. (laughs) I bet he wasn't expecting that to be the cause of the problem. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Just thought we needed to jiggle the handle a little bit. Yeah, that's terrifying. But there was a, a dead body in the wall. Police go on to say, if you were to look at the toilet, there's a panel behind it, so people would move and it would automatically flush. Like, you know, the there's the silver panel there yeah. with the little sensor. Toilet would flush automatically. They removed the panel and there was a body there. Unclear how long it had been there. They don't know who it is. They don't know how he ended up in the wall. But the police did speculate it's possible that a man had been crawling through a duct or vent in the shopping mall before falling down and getting stuck in between the wall. So he was creeping, potentially. Or robbing something. Or robbing. But, yeah, pretty convenient that he landed in the wall at the women's washroom. He could have been fighting terrorists. I don't know. <laughs> That's another. The body has been identified as a Mr. John McClain. <laughs> That's crazy, though, because you hear, like, body found in a wall. You think it's a contractor covering up a murder and hiding a body, but they say no foul play. Yeah. Like, somebody purposely put the body in there. Like the serial killer from Toronto who hid his bodies... In the planters. ...while he was working, yeah. Yeah. No. No foul play. They think it's some guy who was crawling through the mall, the ceiling, the ducts, and he fell down in there. (sighs) Or he was just a total pervert who was... Hiding in the bathroom wall watching women use the toilet. Either way. At least he died doing what he loved. (laughs) (laughs) What an awful way to go. 
Like, I'm claustrophobic. I don't know about you, but that would be probably my nightmare. I can't imagine. And if he was stuck there accidentally, he had no way of yelling for help or people couldn't hear him. It Every time be. he moves, the, the toilet flushes and drowns out his voice. <laughs> it would be terrible. Huh. Also terrible for the poor women using that bathroom. Because for the past yeah. uh, couple of years... Everyone's just assuming that they're dropping the stinkiest deuces in there. Oh, God. Oh, smells like someone died in here. Oh, my God. We'll keep you posted on this story, though. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. How did the body end up in the women's washroom wall in the Calgary Mall? This is the Tasho Podcast. Jim, that picture you just posted on the FM96 Facebook fan page is completely terrifying to me. <laughs> As a father, no doubt. It's uh, a dad looking up at the top of a shelf at a Lowe's, and there is his, what appears to be like four or five-year-old son, 25 feet up in the air on the top of the shelf, and like him and the other employees are kind of standing around looking up, trying to figure out exactly how the kid got up there. And it just goes, I was at Lowe's yesterday and heard this kid yelling, this crap never would have happened at Home Depot. <laughs> Yeah, man. They're so, uh, you can't turn your back for a second. Mm -hmm. you know, my son, uh, my son Grayson, he's climbing everything. That's all he wants to do is climb stuff. So I can see you're, you're checking something out in an aisle at, uh, at a Sam's Club or Costco or Lowe's, wherever yeah. it is. You turn around for one second, next thing you hear, Dada! <laughs> Look up to the top of the shelf, and there he is. It's like that one baby on that, is it Bugs Bunny? The one baby that's always like crawling across beams on high high rises and stuff? Totally. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's terrifying. Like, we'll uh, leave the gate open on the stairs, and he'll, it's like he's waiting for an opportunity. It's like he's a, a caged inmate <laughs> just waiting for his chance to escape. He knows when that gate's open, and he'll quietly sneak away from mom and dad. He'll go to the stairs, and all of a sudden, he'll be at the top of the stairs yelling, all proud of himself, right? That's yeah. <laughs> how it goes. So cute. Yesterday, I spent the day with my son. He's one and a half now. Actually, yeah, 17 months. He's 17 months yesterday. And <laughs> he's also figured out that if he yells mama or dada when we're not... Uh, in the room, we'll come running to see what's going on. So it's uh, now that's all his thing. It's all he's doing. Mama! 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 Dada! And then when you get there? He just smiles at you. <laughs> yes, Grayson. Then you leave. Mama! Dada! It was really cool, though, man. I know... Uh, I don't want to be that guy who's like, having kids is so awesome, but last night I was putting uh, my son to bed, and I was rocking him in the chair. He had his little soother in his mouth, and I said, hey, buddy, did you have a fun day with Dada today? And he took his soother out of his mouth, and for the first time ever, he said, yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> and then he put his soother back in. And I was like, did I just hear that? Or was he just making a, a random noise? So I asked him, do you want to go to the park again tomorrow? Took the soother out. Yeah. <laughs> That's so cute. It was awesome. Yeah. It's all fun now, but next time, do you love Dada? Nah. No. When he learns that. <laughs> right. Now that I know he can say yeah, when he says no, it's going to cut. <laughs> the Tash Show Podcast. I got a question for everybody. 
Is it cheating uh, on your wife if you have sex with a robot? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. What do you think, Jim? I, I don't know. You know what's coming. The future is, is basically here. Survey uh, done recently found that 39% of people say that having uh, relations with a robot counts as uh, doing it with yourself. So it's it's the same as if you spent a little alone time in the bedroom. Sure. Self-pleasure. 21% say it counts as actual sex. The other 40%, the biggest chunk of people, say they aren't sure or they haven't thought about it. There's already technology that exists that's pretty darn close in terms of the look. I don't know about the feel, but from what I hear. (laughs) Man, have you seen some of these robots, though? I'm not into robots, Taz, but I mean... They're pretty hot. It's scary. It's like, look, okay, I'm going to spin one around here. Like, this robot's out of my league. Yeah, that, that robot's a 10. And I'm like a 6.5 on a best day ever. Look at this. I mean, that's freaky. How did you find pictures of all these sex robots so quick? I have a folder for research. (laughs) But your wife would be jealous, right? If you had one of these in the closet? (laughs) Well, I don't know. That's the question. Hi, FM 96. Uh, I don't consider it cheating, but I would... uh if the robot looked exactly like me, I'd be fine with it. But <laughs> exactly <laughs> like you or your wife? No, if, if the robot. Oh, the one you're okay. The one your spouse is with. Okay, I thought you were making love to an, a robot version of yourself for a second. <laughs> well, I don't need a robot for that, right? So, yeah, you just need a mirror. That's right. But you know what? I a black I, mirror. Oh, I think that if. We get to a point where robots can actually receive and experience pleasure, then that's cheating. Because then there's an emotional investment that she would have or I would have into the robot. It would be this exchange instead of uh, just the... What if your wife's sex robot looked just like you from the neck up? But the body was super ripped, like six-pack, big pecs. Well, that's just like me, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, bigger. I, bigger in every aspect. Yeah, that's... Well, but the face looks just like you. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, I'd still be uh, a little... Uh, I'd be very frustrated. Mm-hmm. I, I'd have to take a contract out. Hey, these, <laughs> these are questions we uh, we got to start asking ourselves. Technology, it's moving quick. Well, you know what, there's this whole idea of artificial intelligence, but what about artificial morality, right? So uh, does the robot feel guilty for doing something that our human rules would consider to be immoral? If you came home early, would the robot freak out and go hide in the closet? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. I hope so. Hi, you're on the Taz Show. Go ahead. I'd only be a little bit pissed if that robot was the only one getting the goods. If it was taken away from me, then I would somehow find a way to have that robot 
seized the first time there was any kind of penetration in there. (laughs) And that'll teach him. (laughs) Self-destruct initiated. There you go. Danger, Will Robinson. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Bye. I don't know if I'd be angry, but I'd definitely be taken aback if if my wife was... If I caught her with a sex robot, you wouldn't well, be angry. I'd be. I, I think it was weird, but I, the stigma eventually is going to be gone. Right? It may not happen next year. May not happen the year after that. But somewhere in the future, people are going to be getting it on with robots. I guarantee it. They can't be cheap, though, right? Yeah, well, what like... about flat screen TVs when they first came out? Cost ten thousand dollars <laughs> for a thirty-two inch. Well, you would notice if your partner. Or your husband or wife like bought a flat screen TV. Like, hey, why are we spending all this money? And then, oh, it's sure. Well, depending on how much money it's on a you sex have, robot. Mm-hmm. eventually the price will come down, mm-hmm. and you don't need a thirty-two inch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you don't. Now that is cheating. <laughs> I'm not like that. The Tash Show podcast.